For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This could be a major problem. Isaiah Roby, the potential primary backup forward to Julius Randle next season for the New York Knicks, is currently playing Summer League. And over the last two games that we've seen him play, there's been a few things about his game, specifically his movements that have looked weird and awkward. We're going to look into his game, his production, and what he's done in Summer League over the last few days and see how it could be of impact and help for the New York Knicks next season. We're going to break down all of this and more today. Let's get started. Isaiah Roby is struggling to make an impact during Summer League. Now, if you're watching this kid like I am during Summer League, you're watching to see how his game is, how he shoots, how he plays defense, how he moves, and how quick he is to get back on defense. That's what I've been watching. And unfortunately, it didn't look good, especially in Game 1. Now, in Game 1 against Philadelphia in the Summer League, Isaiah Roby did the following. 7 points, 3 of 8 shooting, 0 of 3 from the 3, 5 rebounds, 1 steal, 3 turnovers in 26 minutes. So, suffice to say, his debut with the Knicks could not have gone worse. He almost looked invisible at times on the court, especially on defense, which concerns me because I didn't expect him to be that invisible on defense, especially at 25 when he's playing with other rookies and against other rookies that are much younger than him. He's been in the league in OKC and within San Antonio for the last few years. So you expect him to have some type of experience in the league and to be doing a little bit better against the talent that he's going up against right now. Thankfully, in Game 2 against the Nets Summer League team, he did a little bit better. In the Nets game, he put up 12 points, 5 of 9 shooting, 2 of 4 from the 3, 6 rebounds, and 1 block. So again, a little bit better and a little bit more efficient in his second game with the Knicks Summer League team. But still, even in that game, I saw a lot of difficulties with his game, especially his passing and his movements. His movements look awkward. He's doing the spin motion as he gets into the paint that looks very, very Julius Randle-like and not a compliment. It's not in a good way. So there's a problem there. But more importantly, his passing is very awkward. There were a couple of passes that he threw that were near the ribcage of some players. So it's very hard to catch baskets over here. That's number one. Number two, as he's passing up, Sometimes he passes so high that it goes past the guy's hands and hits the backboard at times. It's like his passing is not under control. So while he did have a better game in his second game with the New York Knicks Summer League team, it's not like he did a lot of things better on the defensive end because I'm not seeing a big uptick from him defensively, at least not yet. And if he's going to make the Knicks roster for next season, that defense needs to be top-notch or damn near close to it. Because if it's not, 
Tom Thibodeau will not add him to the roster. He would much rather play Josh Hart at the power forward position in burst minutes than he would add a player to the Knicks roster that doesn't completely fit what they're doing. So you got to think about that. After the Nets game, Isaiah Roby was interviewed and he said the following about that game. Uh, just continue to get better each game. You know, I'm um, continuing to learn the philosophy here with the Knicks. Um, you know, I think that the first two games, you know, obviously we haven't won them, but I think that we're, we're showing that we're growing in certain ways. I think today we played a good first half and then uh, second half dropped off. So me personally, just playing winning basketball and, you know, to hopefully be able to contribute to a winning team. The head coach of the Knicks Summer League team, Dice Yoshimoto, also had some comments on Roby and the Knicks Summer League team. Roll that clip too. Uh, you know what? I think you know not just him, but just as, as a team, we gotta focus on daily improvement. Um, he did. I mean, he, just like anybody else, um, he, he he got hurt in uh, sometime in March or February. He hadn't played for a long time, so um, it, you know it's important to get this run and to get back him get back him into the shape. And uh, he's done that so far, and uh, he's just gotta continue to get do do it and then get better at it, get a rhythm at it, and, uh, and he'll be fine. So that was some massive news right there from Dice Yoshimoto. He gave us an update on Isaiah Roby and basically told us that in around February or March, he had an injury for his ankle, and that caused him to miss significant time. He's just returning from that ankle injury right now, and that's potentially why we're seeing his game look a little bit flustered and altered at times when it's not looking as smooth as you may have seen it in OKC. Steve Popper of Newsday also doubled down on this when he tweeted out the following. Isaiah Roby talked about his path back, was just cleared for contact two weeks ago, and is still working his way back into game conditioning. And the New York Post Sports also reported that Isaiah Roby is using Summer League to grow fitness levels for a possible Knicks roster spot. So we got a lot of sources here indicating and confirming that Isaiah Roby is coming off of an ankle injury. And it seems to be a massive injury as well, too, that he's coming off of. That seems to have altered his game a lot. Not only his movements, which I've mentioned, but also the way he's shooting the ball too. It seems like that ankle injury affected him a lot more than we knew about early on. And we're seeing the effects of that in Summer League. Hopefully, he can shake off the rust, get back to playing the basketball that we saw him play in OKC, and maybe have a bigger impact for this New York Knicks roster heading into next season. Because without a shadow of a doubt, we are in trouble right now. We have no legitimate backup power forward to Julius Randle, and we're hearing reports that Josh Hart potentially could play that position in small ball lineups. That is making me very, very concerned. Listen, if you cannot get Isaiah Roby ready in time for training camp and in time for the Knicks to play next season, and there's nothing else you can do, I would rather you go out and sign a free agent like Jermichael Green to play the backup four position behind Julius Randle than let Josh Hart play it. Get players that are better suited for those positions so you can allow the other players like Josh Hart to thrive in the natural positions he plays. Don't force him to play a position that maybe he could play, but he shouldn't play, especially in the NBA. As mentioned, Isaiah Roby is dealing with an injury, and recently he spoke to the New York Post and gave an update on that injury and how he's recovering. According to Roby, I've been working back, rehabbing, getting ready for this. 
I'm still in that mode. My focus has been getting ready for this. I feel a little slow right now. I haven't played live basketball in a long time. Summer League is a little bit of a test for me right now. He continues by saying, Just continue to get better each game. Continue to learn the philosophy here with the Knicks. When Roby was asked about one of his goals for Summer League, he stated, Me personally, playing winning basketball and contributing to a winning team is important. Now that's the perfect answer as a rookie or somebody who's young in this league that you'll want to say. You'll want to say you want to make an impact on any team or roster you're a part of because that tells you that regardless of where you are, your competition level is high and you want to play winning basketball and you want to help make your team better. People and coaches listen to that and they listen to the words that you say and the hard work you put in. And if those things match, it could lead to you earning yourself a roster spot, especially a roster spot that's open and that we need since we traded off our former backup power forward in Obi Toppin to Indiana. We have a hole to fill and Isaiah Roby can definitely fill that hole. But early on in summer league, it has me very concerned watching him play and watching his game. Now, knowing that he's coming off of this ankle injury gives me some type of hope that he'll get better and better and better as he continues to play with the Knicks, the summer league team, and this offseason. But what I'm seeing right now is extremely concerning. His movement, like he said, he looks a little slow. He does look sluggish, but it's the way he's moving that looks weird and awkward. It seems like he doesn't want to put a lot of weight or pressure on the ankle. And sometimes when you're a young player in this league, and you haven't really dealt with an injury as significant like that, it's hard for you to play your regular game because you're scared you're going to put a lot of pressure on it and cause another major setback. So I think that's what he's going through right now. And if that's the case, somebody on the Knicks team or Knicks management needs to go speak with him and let him know that this is normal, but he has to break out of it and play the game that we've always known he had. When the New York Knicks first signed Isaiah Roby, I thought we were getting the OKC Roby that I remember seeing. An OKC Roby that got some time and was doing something significant with it. If you remember, Roby's best year came in 2021-2022 with the Oklahoma City Thunder. When he averaged 10.1 points and 4.8 rebounds in 21.1 minutes spanning 45 games, while shooting an impressive 44.4% from three-point range on 2.2 attempts per game. So he didn't shoot the ball a lot from three, but when he did shoot it, he knocked him down. Can you believe that? He's a power forward. He's six foot eight, and he can shoot the three, even though he didn't take a lot of them, at a 44% clip. That's pretty impressive. And when the Knicks signed him, and rushed to sign him because when they signed him, they knew they couldn't have him for the playoffs. And they knew if they did that, they were guaranteed to pay him $400,000. So they gave him a free $400,000 to sign him because they didn't want anybody else to sign him. That's how much faith they had in him. And it's due to that production they remember seeing OKC. I thought the same thing. Unfortunately, that injury seems to have changed everything. His game and the way he's playing right now looks extremely different. And I think that's due to him being cautious and hesitant. Maybe if he lets go of that and starts to play the game that we all know he has and we've seen in OKC, maybe he can earn himself that primary backup forward position. 
But as of right now, if you're the Knicks management or a Knicks fan and you're seeing Isaiah Roby play like this in summer league against this level of talent, it definitely concerns you. I know it concerns me. It's early on, though, and we know he's coming off of an injury. The Knicks are going to play another summer league game very, very soon, and I cannot wait to see what Isaiah Roby does in that game. But if we head into the next summer league game and he gives you the production that you wouldn't expect from somebody who's on an NBA roster and playing a backup power forward position, then I think at that point in time as the Knicks, you have to make a decision about potentially not adding him to the roster and looking at other places potentially in free agency where you can fill that backup forward position. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.